I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Could Jesus work his neck out so much that even he could not snap it? Yeah, we're, uh, we're recording. Spit that coffee out, man. We're live. The mics are hot. We're burning tape here. Well, Lore Boy is here. Uh, welcome to the show. My name is James Miller, and today I am joined with, as always... Ethan Palmer. Peter O'Donoghue. Nice. Boys Boy, are all here. Can I just say, I am so glad Spooky Month is over. No more getting scared for me. You know, it's all happy Warhammer 40k, you know, the good times, all that stuff from here on out, right? Ah, uh, yes. Notoriously happy franchise. Warhammer <laughs> <laughs> uh, so optimistic. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I caught the, the Halloween bug, and uh, I'm into all the spooky stuff. Ah! And I started watching some uh, videos on YouTube about... Uh, the SCP universe, and I I got really sucked in. So it's not over yet, boys and girls. So SCP universe, that's like the kids' version of the ICP, right? So it's the silly clown posse instead of yes, the insane clown yes. posse. Okay, yeah, yeah uh, then right, I am man. familiar with it. Yeah, and it's a world full of monsters <laughs> uh, in golf carts with Diet Fago, and <laughs> it's, it's awful. Hi. As a Canadian, have never seen a bottle of Fago. I don't know if they sell it here. You can get it. I've seen oh, it yeah? around. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go and find me find me some of that fresh. It's like an orange crush, basically. You need a yeah. you need a Fago importer. Oh, I do. Yeah, I need a guy. <laughs> I was listening to a story on another podcast where they're driving in a golf cart trying to get away from these insane cloud posse guys, and someone got whipped in the head with a can of Fago. And he went, ouch, Diet Fago. And it was a diet one. He knew just by getting hit that it was oh, a diet, not damn. a normal Fago. They make different sounds because uh, aspartame and sugar are don't have the exact same density. Uh, True. So they do, they do make a different noise when they hit you in the back of the head. Right. Only on a golf cart, though. That's the okay. controlled environment of the Juggalo golf cart. Yeah, well, <laughs> the aspartame one's lighter, right? That's why they, they would call it like Fago light. Right, right, like right. Pepsi Light. Yeah, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, Pepsi Light. That's <laughs> something I've probably heard of. <laughs> I know Ethan doesn't really know much about SCP so far. Uh, what do you know about it, Peter? Uh, okay, so I only know really about it in reference to the game Control, uh, where it's like sometimes like mundane objects get haunted and or get extra dimensional powers and shit. And I know there was like this free game for a while, like SCP-117 or some shit, where like there's this big like totem baby that could snap your neck when you blinked. And it, oh, was, like, yeah. it was like a horror game. And I know the the SCP thing, like that was part of the title. And it was like a painted, it, it looked like a kind of like a tiki thing. SCP-173 is the one you're talking about. And that'll be the first SCP we cover. Wow. Uh, the I, play, I played that game where you use spacebar to blink. 
It was probably SCP containment breach, which is the popular one, but I'm not no sure. Say whatever. Yeah. It was free. So I yeah. I was fully under the impression that this was like a uh, horror fan fiction site, like Creepypasta on Reddit. Oh, it, yeah, it totally is. So it is, yeah. that's okay. where it comes from. I think it started back in like 2007 or something like that. And it started on 4chan. Uh, it was a lot of copypastas of scary stories like creepypasta. And it became like scp.wiki.com, which is like a curated place where all this fan fiction goes. Scary, uh, scary copypasta? Yeah. I, I think it's it's supposed to be special containment procedures. I was because gonna say, if, if you don't know what the abbreviation means on the episode about SCP, then we should just cut the reel right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all, it's safety something protocol too, but I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Cool. Uh, but um, yeah, it's a fictional organization uh, documented by the web-based collaborative fiction project of the same name. Uh, within the website's fictional setting, the SCP Foundation is responsible for locating and containing individuals, entities, locations, and objects that violate natural law. So if this is something that should not or cannot exist, a bunch of secret scientists are going to find a way to contain it so the real world stays safe and also doesn't know about this stuff. Right. Okay. Um, the most of the works consist of uh, special containment procedures. So there's like a certain format that you get on the website that it has the item, which is SCP and number. So SCP-173 is the one, the next snapping one we're going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, it has a class, um, so category name. Like not all of them are equally threatening, so they have different classes. Um, and then a description of how it's contained and any additional information that they have about it. Okay. So some some of the crazier ones, I, I stuck to the more mainstream ones for our first episode just to kind of touch the big ones, but there's some crazy ones like a toaster that forces you to refer to it in the first person and you become so much like the toaster that you say, like, if you removed a screw from the toaster, that would you'd say it's my screw. And there's no way to write or or interpret anything about it in anything other than the first person. And if you spend enough time with it, uh, you'll do things that a toaster would do, like put toast into you and expect... Uh, toast to come or bread into you and expect toast to come out uh, <laughs> or put toast into one, you and expect burnt toast to come out <laughs> one lady ate 10 kilograms of um bread after getting this toaster and died of internal bleeding when her stomach burst uh, ah another man very seven <laughs> yeah another man almost starved because he put one a piece of bread in and toast didn't come out for like weeks so he wasn't eating anything just waiting for his <laughs> toast to come out uh <laughs> And like Boy, all the service of, here, yeah. <laughs> in the wiki page, like if you read about it, everything is it, saying like my toaster or like when you plug me in, I can make bread and stuff. So I'm gonna, so it, I'm gonna assume that it's a toaster oven, and he thought because you know you could turn toaster ovens on like the timer never ends if you like turn the uh, dial downwards. So I'm gonna assume he yeah. did that, and that's why he he never heard the ding. You know, yeah. That's another fun thing about this universe is it's all community driven. So Lord Boy's canon can be actual canon because everybody's just making it up so why not us all right well listeners uh after this episode you go onto the scp foundation wiki and you get fucking editing start it yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so there's different levels in the scp universe like to do these tests um they have scientists who design the enclosures or the different tests to see what they do uh but to help with these dangerous tests they have d-class citizens that are usually recruited from prisons uh usually death row that's us yeah just a couple yeah. D, d-class boys huh yeah they'll they'll take you and they'll just throw you in so like 
For example, there's one that's like a never-ending staircase that goes down and down and down. And you hear the sound of like a crying baby. And the farther you get down, as soon as you think about turning back, a face will appear and you'll usually collapse. Um, and it's really, really spooky. But they're not going to send a scientist in for that. So they send someone on death row down an infinite staircase to be <laughs> confronted by a face demon. So uh, I can't remember why uh, I brought up. I was talking to my fiance a couple days ago, and I was like, I love when they're just like, oh, no, we eliminated the death penalty here, but we have like sentenced this guy to 160 years in jail. And I'm just like, mm, uh, it's such a good loophole. <laughs> sentenced to 160 years falling down a flight of stairs in a laboratory. <laughs> yeah. There was a, there was a, a, like a headline recently where like Harvey Weinstein, uh, cause he got four consecutive life sentences. Right. Um, yeah. They were like, it was a headline was lawyers say, yeah, Harvey Weinstein will die in jail if he's not let out. And it's like, well, did you expect him to fucking survive the four consecutive life sentences? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So uh, SCP has all of these numbers. Maybe Harvey Weinstein uh, Weinstein would be like one of the more recent ones. So he'd mm-hmm. be SCP three thousand plus, probably. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This 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 certain SCP here, you get your movie, but at what cost? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so SCP-001 through 999 uh, was written in 2007 to 2011. Uh, 1,000 to 1,999 was 2011 to 2013. Uh, 2,000 to 2,999 was 2013 to 17. And anything 3,000 plus is from 2017 till now. So just by seeing the number, you can kind of know when it came out in the lore of SCP. Okay. Okay. What season? What, yeah, that, well, yeah, I was gonna say like what, uh, what, which arc, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so all of the the SCPs have classes. Uh, usually, it revolves around how easy it is to keep them in a place and away from the general public. Uh, and there's three main classes. There's other classes like this one exists only to keep this other one in captivity, which is like a therid or something like that. But we're gonna just focus on the main three. And then, you, so you have. Uh, what is it? Uh, reading, writing, algebra? <laughs> reading, reading, writing, arithmetic? Safe, Euclid, and Keter. K-E-T-E-R. Okay. I know okay. Euclid. Yeah, he's, he's a geometry, ju- he, geometry man. Yeah, speaking geometry of... Geometry judge. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of arithmetic, he's a geometry judge. He, he, he judges uh, shapes to see if they're flat enough for his plane. Uh, more than three dimensions, I won't have it. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> That's... No tesseracts here, boys. Get them out. That's non-Euclidean. Uh, so safe is first, and those are anomalies that are easily and safely contained. Uh, this is often the fact that the Foundation has researched it well enough that it doesn't have to put a lot of resources into keeping it away. Uh, classic of- do not <laughs> Just a toaster with like a do not buy sign on it. They're <laughs> 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 running a flea market, and they're like, don't buy, haunted. <laughs> There's this really interesting one. It's like a, a coffee machine, and any liquid you ask for it, it will come out. Like they asked for the tears of like this extinct animal, and it came out. Nice. Someone asked for his favorite drink, and they gave a specific beer that he had on a specific day and a really good time in his life. So you nice. could even like read your mind. Well, that, that one sounds sound good. So bad. Yeah, yeah, that one that sounds, sounds really cool. So that one would probably be safe because it's Wait. not really malicious. Right? Well, what if I ask for all of Jamie's blood? So yeah, that, that would be an <laughs> take your blood out <laughs> oh. of you. <laughs> yeah. Does it move the liquid or does it manifest it itself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So right. classifying an SCP as safe does not mean that the handling or activating it does not pro- pose a threat. They trust their scientists to do good science boy work. Okay. And be okay. Until, they, until they have need for Jamie's blood. Yep. Science need. <laughs> There's one crazy scientist that fed two young girls to like this lizard monster that we're going to talk about later. And SCPs kind of does have a little they'll send murderers to the death but if someone does something messed up like that they ended up feeding the scientists to the lizard shortly thereafter uh, so, so uh, they they have some type of moral code whether it, not gonna it lie or not. just having a straight up lizard monster does not strike me as very scp that's not very scp of you because i always kind of thought of it as like haunted interdimensional objects with obscure powers where it's just like yes here's our toaster our soda stream uh a vcr (laughs) and then our reptile man who eats orphans and you're like okay cool (laughs) what (laughs) the lizard we're gonna talk about later is one of the most famous of all the scps it's scp 682 and it's nicknamed the lizard forgotten by death like it's almost impossible to kill and uh, we're going to get into that. That's our last one we're going to cover. But it's not Pretty just cool. normal old lizard. Yeah. Okay, Pete, so keep, keep your quips for the story, would you? Now you, now you <laughs> found right. out it's a, an immortal lizard man. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Maybe, we'll unco- maybe we'll uncover some more facts about this <laughs> enchanting yeah. man. The, the lizard man tries to convince you it's a toaster for some reason. It's all very like standard suburban appliance related. <laughs> or, or, or tries to convince you it's not a pair of tongs. Oh. <laughs> I like to think that there's one guy who was on 4chan and his biggest enemy was a fucking toaster like he can't cook for himself <laughs> or anything <laughs> yeah um, so we had safe safe is like it could be dangerous but pretty easy to keep under wraps uh, next is Euclid and Euclid are anomalies that require more resources to contain completely where containment isn't always reliable and uh, it's usually because they don't understand it yet and if if the if the object or being is sentient in any way, usually it'll be Euclid, just because sentient things are less predictable than, say, a toaster. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, if it's a sentient toaster, though, then it would be. Yeah. Well, Euclid. A, a toaster that finds sentience through you, I guess, because you think you are the toaster. But I, I don't know how that works. Jamie's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jamie's not in the game of classifying these bad boys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nah, dude. Uh, Keter is anomalies that are exceedingly difficult to contain consistently, and if they were to get out, they could completely ruin the world. Uh, They are the scariest ones, and we're going to talk... The first one we talk about today is the next snapping one, and he starts as Euclid because as long as you follow the rules, you could kind of keep him in his place, but he becomes Keter once he starts self-reproducing, and they couldn't control him anymore, but... Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of the groundwork. There's, It's a secret society of things that they keep magical beings and objects under wraps from the general public and classify them under a bunch of different ways. If you go on the website, scpwiki.com, uh, you can check this out yourself. You can press like a, a dice button and just land on a random one. And they're really interesting to read through. It's a lot of creative writing and I, I find it really cool. Neat. It's like a community blog where they just try and write silly stuff about haunted objects. Yep. Like at, at its most basic level. Yeah, exactly. So the first one we're going to talk about is SCP-173. And I'll, I'll pop an image into the boys' chat for us. Are, Jamie, are all the uh, numbers going to rhyme with SCP? Uh, I, I noticed that at least one other one will today. <laughs> Let me okay. double check. We Jamie, got what am I looking at? 
Should I be aroused? <laughs> this is the tiki man I was talking about. Yeah, so this thing is made completely out of concrete and rebar. Okay, and good. With a little bit of, I believe it's Xyrex uh, paint on its face. It's the, the name of the, it's just the brand the of brand. The spray paint. Or it's Krylon. Here it is. Uh, it acts a lot like the ghosts in Mario games. If you look at it, it can't move. But if you turn away, it can approach on you like really quickly. Oh, so now I see why self-replicating is a problem. Yeah, I don't got eyes in the back of my head. Yeah, you, exactly. You need to do like the the hunters in India who who are watching out for tigers, and they put a mask with big eyes painted on it on the back of their head, so the tigers <laughs> don't ambush them. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of the other SCPs comes up with a solution like that later. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, no, so no, no, no. Is, is that old guy bothering you? Here, here. Just take these googly eyes and glue them to the back of your head. You'll be fine. <laughs> on, the, like, on the big spring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I'd describe this thing. It, it almost has like a baby-like body where the head's really big and then like the limbs are kind of shorter. Uh, but it really doesn't look like a baby either. It's it's tall. It's kind of um, beige-ish. And it has scratch marks on it for where it's like concrete body is scraped around its cell. I think it's... Uh, I think it's- baby like in the way that its head is too big for its body right it looks like a, like if you if you've ever seen a like a picture of a fetus it looks like that where the, the head is way too big for its stumpy little arms and legs and it doesn't have yeah. fingers or toes hmm. yeah and you know which side is its face because it has like this weird spray painted thing on it yeah you know which side is its face because it has a face painted on it jamie yeah it's a dead giveaway yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, so when unwatched, it can move really quickly. So imagine you're in a dark room with this weird fetus looking thing and you just blink. It can move so quickly that by the time you're finished blinking, it would be feet closer to you, uh, which is a little well, I don't like. Well, I don't like that. Yeah. Dude, and so its whole goal is the original solution to this guy just having two people in the room at all times and they alternate blinking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gonna blink. <laughs> Gonna blink, Roger. You good? Yeah, I'm good. You go ahead, blink, buddy. Okay, I'm blinking now. Okay, I'm done. You, you joke, but that's the exact way they handle it. <laughs> they, oh, send, man. they send three people in at a time, one person to do whatever they're doing, in the, like the reason they're in there for, and then the other two stare into its eyes and signal for blinks for each other so they can take turns blinking. Now, what if you're on eye open duty and you need to sneeze and the guy who's blinking isn't ready you're because you can't sneeze with your eyeballs open as they did well, on i can tell i can tell you've heard this story already because they do reference MythBusters, and there is a sneeze uh-huh. okay, so i've not, not heard this story before it's just the fact that this is like written by the community it's not like the highest brow fiction so the fact that we yeah. can stumble on a solution as we just did is not yeah, yeah. like the, the writing yeah. the writing in this is not a part of something like a ocean's 11 you know what i mean written no, by I professional like screenwriters that, that's actually <laughs> scp 11 and oh. you have to watch that movie for all time oh, oh no is, is scp pronounced ocean <laughs> <laughs> i guess in that cell it would be so when the cat when it's left alone and even when there's cameras on it it seems like it doesn't move around as much but Whenever uh, it's left alone, it, you can hear it scraping around in its cell. So, really creepy. It sounds like uh, rocks grinding together. Okay, yeah. Well, Made of concrete. Yeah, it's, it has reddish brown liquid that's left about the cell. You can kind of see the rust all over in that picture. Mm-hmm. And they confirm this to be a combination of feces and blood, although the source of the bodily fluids are still unknown because it doesn't just happen when there's 
A murder. The the feces, Mason. Where do they come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got this Vietnam vet in like, in the, in like locked underground. He's rubbing shit on the walls. So like, the poop, Mason. What does it mean? <laughs> uh, so during the normal procedure of cleaning its container one day, SCP-173 started. Why to do solve- they clean it? Oh, it's inhumane to not. Uh, they got to do tests, so I guess when they send the people in, they don't want too much blood and and feces. Oh yeah, we have to we have to hose off the concrete fetus. It'd be immoral to keep it in its own. <laughs> <laughs> people got to go in there too. It's got to get transported around sometimes. I guess they're, they're running a business here. Okay, yep. yeah. Is it a business? What's their business model? They're just waiting uh, for the the coffee machine that produces gold instead of coffee. Like- <laughs> I don't know. Farmer Be- cut open the coffee machine yeah. to find find nothing but like filters. Yeah, easy bake oven that can pull, steal money out of the U.S. Mint. Like. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sure you guys are on par with all the other 4chan posters who are poking holes in the story too. Never <laughs> originally posted, but I'd like to think I am barely smarter than someone who uses 4chan. <laughs> only barely because I don't actually go to the site. <laughs> Uh, so t- two people need to hold eye contact with it at all times and signal each other when to to blink. And I'll tell you a story of what happened the first time it reproduced. Uh, so D-Class John Avery, he was staring unwaveringly into the eyes of SCP-173. Uh, to do anything in there, they send in three people minimum and they lock the doors behind them. In case anything goes wrong, That's it's just going to go wrong. Uh, so John called out to his backup who was supposed to be looking at the same guy uh, saying, what are you looking at? Because he noticed he was behind him and not next to him where he normally was. And then John heard the worst sound any human being had ever heard. The sound of his partner sneezing coming from six inches from behind his head. And for a second, John remembered an episode of Mythbusters where he had to see if a human could sneeze and keep their eyes open while sneezing. But John didn't catch the end of that. Uh, So he didn't know how it ended. There was a sick wet thud a horrible ripping sound and the sound of a scream that ended just a little bit too quickly. Uh, John held his stare with the original SCP-173, just too afraid to look away because he'd know that would be his death. And the sound of grinding stone approached from behind him and promptly slapped, uh, snapped his neck. And SCP-173 had duplicated itself without any explanation. So there was three people in there, two people were staring at it, one sneezed, and they all died. So I guess I guess the guy had like noticed it and then like went to go like back to back and like saw the other thing and then yeah. sneezed. Or it snuck yeah. up on him and tickled his nose with a feather before snapping his neck. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, when I was looking through just the names of them to find like the interesting ones to talk about today, the tickling monster is one of them. <laughs> oh later. no. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, so SCP-173 actually multiplied many more times after this and SCP didn't really, like, the Foundation didn't know what to do. Every time it happened, they would just split them up and have the same procedure. Only three people go in at once, and they all have their individual cells. Um, but it, they found out that, like, they see how in it's kind of in the corner with its hands on the walls in that photo? Yeah. Yeah. They would target the one that's closest to them. So if they were five over to the cell to the left, one would go to the left and the other one would go to the right. And it's like they're communicating through vibrations in the walls. And okay. they seem to have hive mind. As eventually, as more and more of them duplicated, they actually escaped the whole place. And they ended up going somewhere that was redacted. That's something that's really common on the website where there'll be redacted bits. It's like a way to tell the story, I guess, and oh, keep okay. the, the mystery. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Well, so it was redacted where re- redacted like two parts unknown is like more enchanting than saying like to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just went to a Baskin Robbins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did the Lovecraft episode just last week, right? Like, yeah, it's a pretty common thing. There exactly. Too. Indescribable horror. Yeah. So they went all somewhere and SCP nuked them and killed like the majority of them. There might be still some out there in the world, but they haven't found them. Uh, and they think they're safe, except for oh. the, they still have one in captivity, too. So you can break apart the concrete fetus and kill it, technically? Yeah, some of them are killable and some of them aren't. Uh, right. This one seems to be killable. I think a nuke cool. is hot enough to melt concrete. So Sounds maybe, right. Maybe I've never just... played with one. Yeah, but I don't I don't know. It just seems it just seems like it's like, yeah, we're going to just we're going to nuke the haunting out of it. And then yeah, yeah. that worked. <laughs> they, were, they were like, that's enough trying paper. Time to add nukes to this mix. And <laughs> that, that kid on the playground. Who, 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 yeah, the kid on the playground who shoots nuke and is like, no, that beats everything. OK, <laughs> interfere Borax Poindexter. It's time to get some nukes on the field. <laughs> yeah, I guess like whoever wrote the escape story also had to cover up the end of the entire world where everybody's necks get snapped or else nobody else could really write fun stories. Yeah, because I don't yeah. remember that happening. I didn't get my neck snapped yet. Not yet. Nope. Oh, there's something in the corner. Just don't look away. <laughs> don't blink, Jamie. It's easy. <laughs> All right. Well, that's SCP-173. Uh, and it's like a, a killing machine. And later when we come back to our unkillable lizard, they're going to they're gonna fight each other. Whoa, Really? Yep, we're going to see what happens. We, but next, we were celebrity deathmatching this. Yeah, that's that's what they do. There's this <laughs> lizard that they just really hate that we're going to talk about last, and okay. they started exploring other SCPs on how to kill that lizard, which if is kind of his eyes. He never has to blink. Think about it. I think <laughs> I think they need a giant bird. Yeah. Maybe birds. Birds sometimes beat lizards. So birds sometimes eat lizards. Not like a komodo dragon, but I don't think this thing's as tough as a komodo dragon. Well, yeah, we're going to find out. I think I'll come drag is tough as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is, uh, it also rhymes with SCP. Actually, I think all of them do. SCP-053 and, oh no, 682 will be the lizard. So okay. we, bro- we broke the, the rhyming spree, but shit. Okay. S- SCP-053 uh, is known as the young girl. Uh, it's a Euclid, so it's dangerous, but it, it's not so dangerous it's going to blow up the whole world kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and attention lolly fans because this SCP has the appearance of a three-year-old girl but is actually hundreds of years old okay (laughs) thank god attention lolly fans that's that's something that we've said on our podcast now (laughs) yeah Yeah, so she I think she thinks she's three years old she doesn't really know where she's coming from or where she's going that doesn't sound so dangerous no her story starts in Chicago so a that sounds dangerous. way more dangerous now actually yeah. <laughs> she used to work in chicago at an old department store <laughs> at sears she doesn't really know much but she knows she needs to keep moving always so she's constantly moving never staying in the presence of of people for very long uh, she forages food from the trash drinks puddle water and she knew deep down though if she did not eat or drink she would not die anyways okay so she is the littlest hobo is what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> the dog yeah okay the, the Canadian 80s uh, smash TV show that all our listeners he, will surely know. He diffuses <laughs> a nuke at one point. <laughs> Does he? Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little less hobo lore coming someday. 
It, it, it's in like a basketball. Uh, it's in like a basketball court or something stupid like that. There's a nuke <laughs> underneath it. Oh no! They're gonna, they're gonna blow Air up Bud our basketball court. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> telling them to cut the red wire and shit. Yeah, yeah they're colorblind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Dogs cut the gray color. wire. Yeah. No, that, cut the gray wire. That is that is verbatim a joke lifted out of uh, Cats and Dogs. I don't know yes, if you guys remember is. that film. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nice. the Jeff Goldblum masterpiece. <laughs> oh my god! So uh, she. This young girl, she stayed away from people, um, but she had this craving one day. She had enough coins that she found on the ground, enough silver dollars, and she wanted to buy um, a candy bar. She just had this idea of a candy bar in her head. And uh, enough really puddle water for me, thank you. I'll take a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> we have some carbonated puddle water if you'd like to spice things up a bit. It's like, ooh, that does sound refreshing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worms in her are just like bubbling around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Garnished uh, with a pigeon feather. It's it's our most uh it's it's, it's our most uh oh whatever. I, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> it's a good thing of a proper word. It sounds pungent. Uh, so she moved quickly through the corner store to get a candy bar and uh kept her eyes to the floor as the cashier rang her up. Uh the reason she did this is this young girl's cursed. If she makes eye contact, physical contact, or spends time longer than exactly ten minutes with anyone. Whoever was in her company would become agitated and confused over the 10 minutes and by the 10 minutes would kill every human in the room before trying to kill her. Okay. So, okay. It's a pretty lonely existence. So if anyone tries to kill her, then their heart will just spontaneously explode or they'll have a seizure. So anytime she gets close to someone, they kill everybody in the room and then they die themselves. Okay. Okay. I got to say exactly 10 minutes is a conveniently round time. Somebody was like, you know yeah. what? 600 seconds. That's what we're going for. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they, they use it like in the storytelling. Like they, There's a, a video I watched of an interview with one of the SCP scientists and the little girl and kind of like his demeanor changes towards the last two minutes and he has to be dragged out of the room and stuff. And oh, yeah. It's kind of cool. And mm. anytime they have to interact with her, there's always a 10-minute timer. So it, it creates a sense of urgency. There really should be a nine-minute timer. I was going to say, should you set a shorter timer so you have a little bit of give? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking that, too, because it really seemed like that guy lost control in the last couple minutes. <laughs> makes sense, actually. How could yeah. we have seen this coming? <laughs> yeah. So the cashier, back to in the Chicago store, is ringing up the, the chocolate bar, and her head was down. And this cashier notices this three-year-old kid in a little yellow flowery dress is walking around Chicago by herself. Something's wrong. So he says, where's your parents, little girl? Uh, she kind of hesitates and says, uh, at home. Uh, Chicago's no place for a three-year-old to be wandering alone, so he calls the police and starts asking her to stay with him. Uh, she instinctively knew that she could not stay much longer. Uh, people milling about the store were starting to become confused and angry, and even the cashier started to feel a strange sensation coming over him. Uh, the cops arrived right at that moment, and just as mild paranoia boiled over to white-hot rage, one of the police officers drew his gun and shot his partner and started opening fire and on all the people in the store. Okay. Wait, he hasn't been there for 10 minutes. No, but he's a cop, so... <laughs> oh, his <natural laughs> reflex. Yeah, that's it. He's, he's just doing what Chicago cops do. Yeah. <laughs> we got a call here that there were some civilians that needed to be murdered? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We got a call about an abandoned three-year-old girl. Don't worry, I'll go shoot them all. <laughs> kill everyone around her it's an absolute bloodbath eventually only the cashier and the little girl are left 
And he picked, reaches for the police officer's gun on the floor. And as he picks it up to point it at her, his heart just explodes in his chest. So now you have this little girl just sitting in a, the middle of a store with just blood and bodies everywhere with her little candy bar. And she walks out. Time to lay it, girl. That's a crime yeah. scene. What kind of candy bar was it? I, I left it for you guys to decide. Ethan said Snickers so mm, far. No, but now knowing more about her, I'm going to say either an Almond Joy or a Three Musketeers. Okay. Mm. I was just going to pick my favorite. It's the Mirage Bar. Wow. Yeah. What That's, what candy bar a, is good for 10 minutes and then makes you want to kill yourself right at 10 minutes? Because it's probably that one. So the Mirage Bar, yeah. the thing is, if you do like the arrow, let, let the bubbles melt, where you just let it melt on your tongue, then it might take you 10 minutes to eat a Mirage Bar. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And then I would go ballistic and kill everyone around me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I'm out of sweet Nestle chocolate. <laughs> so that night in an abandoned warehouse, uh, she made her way to, like I guess, one of the places she sleeps, I guess, is an abandoned warehouse. She opens up her little candy bar and she starts eating it. And she gets a dart into her shoulder. Uh, she starts to pass out. She'd been sedated. And she awoke in a 16 by 16 foot room with a nice bed, coloring books, toys, a hot meal. This is more than this little girl have, had had in many years. Animal control got her with the dart and the net gun. Yeah. gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. was picturing like a, a mid 90s George of the Jungle esque guy in like a, a leaf tutu with like a dart gun that had come out oh, of the jungle like to shoot her. Like but, a blow dart? But, but animal control makes a lot more sense. <laughs> uh, uh, SCP got her. I also like that you can't shoot her with a gun, but you can shoot her with a trank gun. No problem. Yeah, I guess they didn't mean to kill her. Or yeah. there's like this must whole... be good intent, right? Yeah, and all of these things, like if you guys want to poke holes in them, you'll be able to poke holes in in all of them. I don't really think that's that's like fun or useful, but we can do okay. that. Glad, <laughs> glad to know, glad to know you don't think we're fun or useful, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's like it's internet stories. Yeah, I think we're going to be able to poke holes in it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's. So she got hit by a dart. I guess yeah, there's no malicious intent or something. I um, Or maybe she hadn't spent enough time with the people to lose their mind. Maybe there's like a, a system where they, they had her for five minutes and they pass her off in another uh, van and another van and another van. This is originally my question. Like when the cops show up and go crazy immediately, like does she have like a 10 minute timer in, an, in a room? And if you get there, like, you know, nine minutes and 59 seconds do you just go ballistic uh-huh. immediately yeah. Maybe. Is it, yeah is it like a ticking thing or is it as starting as soon as you make contact kind of thing maybe, maybe it's yeah. like maybe it's not maybe it's like because she's affecting the people but maybe the people are also affecting her where like her signal is getting stronger and stronger the longer she's around normal people okay, so by the yeah. time the cops show up at 10 minutes she's like already at boiling point so they just walk into like boiling point right? yeah I, I I liked your explanation better though, where they just Chicago cops. <laughs> Chicago cops. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just but, get all there. cops are bastards. Chicago you know police with standard procedure. <laughs> <laughs> I got two days left to retirement, and I haven't killed any civilians this month. It's it's a twenty ninth. <laughs> <20 laughs> <laughs> gotta yeah. get my quota. Maybe SCP forty four stops little girls from making hearts explode, and they had her them in the van like for the trip or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Anyways. Yeah. They got her back to the SCP uh, home base, and they had a, a nicer place than she had known in her whole recent life. Uh, the guy who's talking to her in her room when she woke up has a full hazmat suit with a steel cable around his waist and a 10-minute timer on his wrist. Oh, do they just like uh, like the old like 
like the cane the thing cane on, on stage, stage. yeah <laughs> they whip out the yeah. cane from off uh, like off screen or like stage left and just like whip the guy out of the yeah. room whoop, safely. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> now, some guy plays it a, a player piano yeah, or whatever. playing yeah. playing him off yeah, <laughs> yeah. now if she has like a radius because clearly she can beg for money and not make people on the street go crazy so if she has like a, a crazy field radius like if they just yeah. put her in like a horse trailer they could probably safely transport her wherever the fuck they need right yeah well they figured it out they they somehow sedated her and got her yeah. back to the room and they came in with a hazmat suit and they said as long as she cooperates with the test that she could have all the toys and treats she ever wants and for her she was fine by this she could get her mirage bars or three musketeers or whatever she likes whatever we decided she likes yeah, yeah. Uh, this was fine for her for now uh, because she just had all the treats, but she found out that uh, these tests were exposing her to D-class citizens, so these these murder row guys who would talk to her and enrage and try and kill her, and then she would eventually kill them. So it, it kept happening time after time where she was forced to kill people uh, so she could have a Snickers. Time after time. <laughs> the song that's playing as these guys' hearts are yeah. exploding. Yeah. If you look, I'll be waiting. <laughs> yeah, I'll snap your neck. Yeah. If you blink and you're in the room with me. <laughs> so the scientists, uh, they explained that the reason that they were doing these tests is they had a special job for her down the line. Um, and that's eventually was going to be to encounter the lizard forgotten by death oh and i thought it was like we're lizard. gonna airdrop you into fidel castro's house and you're gonna finally take him out <laughs> yeah it would work yeah, yeah. jfk is just conspiring to put the little girl in his room yeah, yeah. yeah. Bra bravo team six gets a new yeah. member <laughs> <laughs> yeah so scp 682 the lizard forgotten by death this is one of the most famous of the scps uh, so if you guys want to look these up or the listeners at home want to look this up, there's a lot of info and a lot of stories around it because even if it wasn't the original author, a lot of people like to include this in, uh, in their, in their story. Yeah. Seven, six, two, you said, uh, six, eight, two. I'll, I'll post a photo. Actually. I have one here. You got one of those numbers, right? Peter. Yep. Totally <laughs> Sorry guys. I'm pulling the photo now. Jamie, pull up the and clip. It's a really creepy look lizard, and it kind of almost looks undead. Like a ghoulish lizard. Almost like yeah. Death didn't forget about how to make him look. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's like a hairy alligator skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and th this thing is, like, one of the most dangerous of all the SCPs, just because of how adaptive it is, and, like, it can regenerate. Uh, if you put it into certain... Uh, dangerous scenarios it can like on the fly evolve to to be able to survive those type of things so are they trying water. to airdrop this thing into fidel castro's house well they <laughs> actually this is one of the earlier ones they found it's a large vaguely reptile like creature of unknown origin uh it's extremely intelligent it can actually communicate with the scientists uh it has complex communication with other scps and some of the other short stories uh and it has a hatred of all life so, like, for example, there's an interview it had, and it said, they're asking, why did you kill the farmer? Why did you kill the farmer? And it didn't care to answer for a while. And then after it just said, because it was fucking disgusting. Like, it just hates anything that lives. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, does it hate anything that lives, or does it hate rural townsfolk? You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe oh, like yeah. me, you know, like an urban city slicker, huh? 
yeah that's why they I, got that girl from chicago she's city folk so they were gonna see if they can calm it down yeah, yeah. <laughs> calm it down by putting in putting it in a room with a girl that makes everyone get really mad and go crazy yeah <laughs> <laughs> so scp has extremely high strength speed reflexes uh if if you had like a little stat counter like it, it somehow didn't make it all balanced it just has like top of everything oh, yeah. okay s, s rank all around he's the anime yeah. protagonist here it's the, it's the mary yeah. sue yeah okay it's yes our, our mary sue is an unkillable bloodthirsty lizard this time it's yeah, yeah. my self-insert <laughs> <laughs> this thing too like it, it really seems to have a relationship with it with it whatever it consumes so if you don't feed it for a long time it'll start to shrink in size and then find other ways to stay alive because it can eat absolutely anything. It can eat the concrete on the ground and it will grow in size. So it can metabolize anything and it grows in size and shrinks in size depending on how often it's eaten. Okay. Okay. So yeah. presumably shooting it into the vacuum of space might do it. Uh, we're going to, we're going to talk about a few ways it tried to kill it. And I would suspect it wouldn't. Okay, cool. It's, cool. It's, it like really just finds a way. What if you put um, it into a boxing match with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? So <laughs> hit him with the rope of dope. <laughs> didn't think of that, did you? Yeah. It, so it seems to be zero zero one is Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well known, well known as a carpenter and a pugilist. Yeah. So one of the times it got destroyed the most, and we can say that this is from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It would. It was still moving and living with its body 87% destroyed or rotted, and it regenerated over time. Okay. So, like, it was just, like, its eyes and tip of its mouth, and and it was still living. Jesus, what they do? <laughs> just a pair of uh, uh, eyes on the ground? <laughs> I'm not sure what attempt that was. One time they cut it into, like, 20,000 pieces, separated all the pieces, and all the pieces just came back together and formed it. Like the Iron Giant. Yeah. Never seen it. Uh, so SCP actually broke out of its cell and killed 11 people and injured 86 more before being recaptured. So it killed a lot of city slickers as well. Okay. Catch um, it. If it's completely unkillable, does their random like psychopath girl trank dart work on this thing too? Un- unkillable, <laughs> not uncatchable. Okay. Yeah, I never yeah. said it was immune to nets. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> So the the way that it broke out is it was introduced to SCP-162. The concrete concrete baby? No, this one is the one we haven't talked about. Okay. This one is just a jumble of fishing line and sharp objects and hooks. Okay. (laughs) Anyone who makes contact or gets close to it will just get hit by a thousand hooks and hung out and like like slowly bleed out. Caught in the net, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was going to like get them all tangled up and catch them like a dolphin. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you gotta you always s- gotta cut your fishing line before you put it in the trash right? yeah i was gonna say yeah you yeah. get you get caught by uh you get your neck caught in a six-pack holder yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't look this one up too much but it's really relevant because it was one they introduced those two together they were hoping one was going to destroy the other and what actually happened is six after a six minute fight um 682 the lizard lost one of its front limbs and its bottom jaw and then broke out through the window that scientists were watching from and went on a killing spree to kill those 11 people and injure 82 others. Okay. Uh, this, so it was weak, th- but not defeated. This room that we're putting these unstoppable killing machines is completely impenetrable. 
except for this <laughs> six by ten foot window that we're going to be viewing the fight from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> regular glass. Yeah. It's not even. It's not even a one way mirror. It's just glass. He can see us, and we can see them. <laughs> it's not even one big piece. It's like the the pane glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like just. It's just two French doors. They're just like this will keep them in there. <laughs> Do these open inward or outward? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, it's not important. <laughs> yeah. So that incident, they were hoping one would destroy the other. Uh, both of them end up living. Uh, they captured both of them. Uh, but this put it way too high up on like how dangerous it was, yeah. uh, 6A2. So they put it on the termination testing uh, list, basically, which means all the tests they're going to do from here on out are meant to kill the thing. Yeah, now we have an angry lizard and an angry bundle of fishing twine. This, is, yeah. this could not have gone worse. <laughs> angry gecko and an angry tackle box. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when it's not in uh, termina- termination testing, they keep this lizard in a vat of hydrochloric acid. Okay. So it kind of just keeps a balance of being weak. It consistently will regenerate itself, but not so much that it'll be its full form. Okay. So it just... Uh, okay keeps it weak in there we keep it at a responsible level of dissolution to keep it from getting too angry yeah <laughs> yeah why don't set the acid thermostat too high or else it'll get out yeah well, yeah. well have, have they considered a stronger acid and maybe they just boil it down to nothing then at that point yeah. if acid works on it i don't yeah. know <laughs> i don't know yeah it, it doesn't like it every other problem it seems to evolve its way out of it but for acid it seems like that just kind of keeps it hurt for long enough so why that's not what they stab go. it with glass you can keep acid in glass well, so they tried a very dangerous quartz crystal demon thing that's yeah. called SCP-409. There you go, Peter. Oh, yeah. All right. They did. The glass was just animate and a demon. Oh, dang. <laughs> uh, My it's mistake. A, <laughs> it's a very dangerous quartz crystal that uh, spreads and engulfs other living beings around it in about three hours. If you're in the same room with this thing, you'll be completely engulfed in crystals. And after complete crystallization, it shatters into a million little pieces. Okay. It or it, it or you like you you okay. yeah it, it's it's fine it's just a it's a quartz crystal but you'll become a big quartz crystal and then shatter and then shatter okay yeah, yeah. so SCP four hundred nine the quartz crystal and the unbeatable lizard they put it in a room together and for whatever reason at sixty two percent of the lizard's body the quartz crystal couldn't keep going so it seems like it developed some type of immune strategy like some way to stay alive halfway through it uh it actually shattered more than half of the lizard and it just laid there with its two front limbs all of its organs kind of leaking out of its middle part and its back legs and tail gone and after a few hours it just regenerated to full and spoke out and said i will kill every single scientist involved with this experiment damn yeah, and you so could have say, and you could save fifteen percent or more by switching to Geico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will kill every single Geico subscriber in this room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a weird threat. No, yeah, I, I, I will kill every single uh, person here who doesn't have Geico car insurance. Yeah, ah, yes, <laughs> I can put my tail back on, but you can't. So get Geico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's another obscure Canadian commercial for you guys. You can find it. Astar from Planet Danger. Uh, So for unknown reasons, it was able to resist that attack. uh, And it it develops immunities on the fly. So they tried deadly lasers. And it evolved to have mirrors on its skin. (laughs) 
<laughs> shit. <laughs> oh no, it's coming back at us. Like <laughs> a 1960s James Bond movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, like, and it evolved the ability to flick nickels in the way of the laser beam and deflect them. Yeah. 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 They tried uh, draining its um, capsule or whatever it's staying in of all breathable oxygen or all gas completely. So in a vacuum or sending out to space. And pretty much, anyways. Um, okay. And it developed a hard shell around itself and kept essential gases within the shell. So then they added the gas back to the room. And when they went in to go check on him, he made the shell explode and kill everybody with the little tiny pieces of the shell he made. Oh, good. Yeah, it seems like irresponsible to go in there. Just like, well, we couldn't suffocate it. Let's walk into the room. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, I guess to them, they would have seen him like turn hard and stop moving. And I guess if you just okay, like yeah. watching him for a long time and he's not moving, then you're like, maybe it's safe. Send in the D class citizens. Send yeah, send in the like... lore boys. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say there's cheese in here? I don't see any. <laughs> I, you told me to give me clam juice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's that was my next point, actually. They thought it might be dead because they just saw this like hardened thing in the middle, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um Give that death row pedophile a stick and have him go in there and poke it. <laughs> okay. Uh... So SCP-173, which is the statue from Rebar and Concrete we spoke of. Yep. Uh, they decided, okay, this thing has been really dangerous to us so far. Let's put it in with the lizard. And this thing has got to be the lizard. So 683 uh, had a healthy respect for the stone statue. And it stayed in one corner and just held eye contact for six hours straight. Um, scientists, I guess, had to get home to their wives or something because they became impatient. And they had their... <laughs> but <laughs> they why did their... this even happen? They, they tried to suffocate it and it evolved a shell full of oxygen. And now they're just like, well, this guy who kills you when you blink, there's no way he will just de-evolve eyelids or something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Yeah, or like a chameleon, yeah, he'll yeah. just alternate blinking. Close, <laughs> one, close one eye at a time. I just realized humans uh, could, could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, your cheeks will get really tired, but that's why you would like have short shifts. Yeah. Dude. You know what? You should work for the SCP. You could cut down their, their staffing by half. Right? Yeah, exactly. Come on. Yeah, well, I mean, at least I wouldn't have to hire every three months when everybody is annihilated by this fucking lizard. Yeah. <laughs> and we could finally afford their allergy medication and people stop sneezing in there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Although, I gotta say, I've been trying to alternate eyes blinking now, and I feel like uh, I'm blinking more because my face, my eyes are like, this is weird. Stop it, you know? <laughs> And I assume, yeah. I assume everybody listening, wherever they're listening from, is blinking a lot and now very conscious of their blinking as they listen to <laughs> yeah. us talk. And if you're going to die, you don't want to go out switching from eye to eye. You just look like an idiot. Uh, that is true. That is oh, true. that's yeah. true. Yeah. The yeah. most important thing. <laughs> so, so they had six hours of just the stare off. Um, scientists became impatient. So they sent their militants in um, to shoot 683's eyes out with high-powered sniper rifles. Good. All right. They're like, that works. Steam whistle blows. Guy's like, son of a bitch. How's he still not blinked? Go shoot his goddamn eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hadn't mentioned the militants up until this point, but there's actually a really cool uh, game that's kind of like Among Us like, where it's social and it's uh, based around the SCP universe. Okay. And this unkillable lizard is one of the monsters. So one person's a monster uh, in disguise, I guess, or maybe just a full on monster. Then the scientists want to contain the monster. And then the prisoners want to escape the facility, and the militants want to kill the monster. So you all have these goals, and 
ways to win. I haven't actually played it, so I don't know the ins and outs of it, but it looks really cool. cool. Sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, so they shot out the eyes, and uh, 683 kind of scrambles to the other wall and quickly regenerates its eyes, not only on its face, but all over its body, and with super thick see-through eyelids that are resistant to being shot. <laughs> no, my eyelids are sh- are shot resistant, and I can see <laughs> through them, okay? <laughs> yeah. So after 12 more hours in the standoff, they realize that whatever they're going to do, they these are two really, really powerful SCPs, and they're probably just going to stay at a standoff forever. So they return that them. That seems very safe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the last time they left that other one... Uh, one five three, it reproduced randomly too. So I guess they don't want to risk that because maybe okay, cool, they could get it to kill the monster, but then it starts reproducing and doing the hive mind thing. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. This, the lizard and the the fetus thing seem to cancel each other out pretty well. They seem like uh, like equal power levels where it's just they can leave them in the room together where this thing can't move and because it's constantly staring, but it can't stop staring or else it'll. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know why instead <laughs> instead of. I don't know why it evolved eyes that didn't need to blink instead of evolving a neck that couldn't be snapped. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just it's got the thing on its back, like twerking its head back and forth, and it's just like going about its its daily chores, you know? Yeah. Cute, I guess like it's neck. easier to it's easier to imagine a bunch of eyes on a monster than a neck that can't be broke. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess like a lizard covered in eyes is a lot more fun to fanfic opposed to just a lizard with a very thick yeah. neck. Could, <laughs> could could Jesus work his neck out so much that even he could not snap it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you eat enough Jimmy John's that you just can't get down to that fucking spinal cord. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, so that didn't work. And our final test for this episode is SCP-053, the young girl. Um, she was going to be sent in with the monster. Was going to blow be. It up, blow up its heart. Well, she, yeah, in the, in this, she is going to be okay. in, in, this, in this time. So the, you could probably guess that the ultimate purpose of all the testing of her killing prisoners was kind of a lead up to this moment. They're trying to see how her powers worked, get the time frames right, and all that type of thing. Oh, yeah, that certainly yeah. killed him. But was anybody timing that? Like, yeah. oh, no, dang. Yeah. Send another one in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Safety cane in place, just like around his waist. Just <laughs> ready, to, ready to yank him out off stage. They got, uh, so they're sending the girl in. Uh, so they're going to have the girl, the lizard, and Flava Flav so they can observe his large clock that he hangs around his neck, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> his 10-minute round-the-clock thing. Yeah. So she gets put in there, and she's really scared at first. And the lizard is just staying still on the other side, just looking at her. And then it evolves a bunch of mirage candy bars, and all of a sudden they start to work together. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So she builds up the courage to move closer to the giant lizard. This is the first thing that isn't really enraging just yet. So she she goes up, no reaction. Uh, She gains confidence and... After 10 minutes passed by, and and he didn't die. and she, He didn't try and kill her. She was jumping for joy at this point. It, it, it's the first friend that she's had ever. Hell yeah. And she plays with the docile monster, and he even lets her draw on his face with crayons. And one of the most hateful and aggressive creatures in SCP history, in her present 
He was like an over inner presence, overgrown puppy, pretty much. Oh, he had he, a, little, a fake mustache drawn on his face. So I, I don't know. I don't know if you have. A, I don't know if there is a written reasoning for this, but here, here's my take on it. Okay, so yeah. girl goes into the room. He, he, he recognizes the reaction that he's having where he's getting like mad and, and he's kind of like losing control so he develops an organ to counteract that but he overdoes it or underestimates how strong she is so now he's just oh. overproducing like docile and like calm energy <laughs> instead of the angry energy that might be it I, it's not really explained why so that's just as valid <laughs> that's, could... it sounds like cindy lou who and the grinch honestly yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> eventually to both of their distaste like they were removed from each other like she was sent back to her little room the scientists were all like no 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 numbers you can't have any friends we need to kill him (laughs) exactly are you sure he's like really cool and friendly around me i could just be like the one that handles him for your tests and stuff if you want no 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 no. you go back to your coloring books we'll deal with him (laughs) yeah like they got the result exact result they wanted they neutralized both their deadly powers well this isn't the result we wanted (laughs) Uh, so the young girl is eager to meet her friend again someday and he even speaks to her in dreams it's said in some of the writings not all of them uh but she goes back to her quarters she cries for hours because she's separated from her friend and he lets out uh, a huge roar so loud that it breaks some of the audio recording devices and he's really upset that they're separated as well damn yeah so some of the one of the the short videos that I watched, they're all fan created, but this is one interpretation: is that she is one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse of death, and this is her steed. Okay, and that's why they have this relationship. And apparently, in her dreams, she he tells her of, of adventures that they had in their time before SCP, and promises of the future where they'll get their vengeance okay. on everybody. I like that. That makes sense. That's yeah. she's she's insanity. I guess is is insanity one of them. Uh, they're no. apparently both death from the one thing that I said, the saw. It's he's, he's war, the death, pestilence, and famine. Yeah. Cool. So they're both like the, he's the steed and she's the horseman of, of death. Yeah. War, I have, I have from the book of Revelation, war, plague, famine, and conquest. Conquest, okay. Huh? I don't know. That's, um, I'm All looking right. up dictionary.com. That sounds right. I heard Christian belief. Okay. Well, anyways, that's the that's the quick history of of some of the bigger SCPs. But there's literally thousands. Like, if you guys want to look them up and suggest them, I I probably want to do at least one more of these episodes. I'm not sure when, but I'm really really into it. And there's some really cool stories. Maybe we can touch on some of the funnier ones instead of the scarier ones next time because there's like an <laughs> Ikea furniture store that's yeah. haunted and makes its own micro universe and stuff like that. There's ja- some crazy Jamie ones. won't be so upset when we poke holes in those ones, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, please take yeah. the uh, insanity Ikea seriously, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but I mean, you, you, you did raise a valid point. We were kind of shitting on it like we do with, I mean, we shit on, uh, you know, professionally published media uh, fairly yeah. often, but it, it does feel like kind of punching down uh, when we yeah. do it now. But uh, I, I, I prefer when we, we make fun things around it rather than crap on the things that already exist. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. But I think this was a lot of fun. Either yeah. way. Uh, really cool concept. Some of these stories sound really cool. Um, I'll probably go check them out. Um, if you guys want to check us out, uh, you can do so at loreboys.com. Please uh, head over there. Check us out. All the about, the merch, the episode details. We'll post these pictures um, up on the the episode page for this episode. Uh, And if you guys have the time right now with whatever you're doing, if you could leave us a review, 
we'd really appreciate it. It means the world mm-hmm. to us. It makes a big difference. Uh, Peter, I believe you have an email from a, a beloved fan. I do. Uh, the name here is Pudge Boy, so I don't know if you like <laughs> Dota 2 or if you're a little overweight. Either way, welcome. Um, and he says, uh, hey guys, hope all is going well with you. It is for me personally. I'm exhausted. But Horribly for fine. me. Jamie? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jamie's living in containment. Um, <laughs> I was trying to pull up the email too and I wasn't listening. <laughs> Love the show. Uh, I've already listened to every episode. That's a lot of fucking content, dude. Thank you very much. Uh, I listen to you guys all day long at work. And since late summer and recently ran out of content, well, here it is. Here's more. Uh, <laughs> since then, I tried listening to other podcasts and everything I find just doesn't match up in comedic quality nor quality of lore. There wow. you go. Yeah. It turns there to ash go. in your mouth. That is the curse. <laughs> <laughs> You best start believing in lore, boys. Oh, yeah. Um, where is he here? Uh, I've tried listening to actual history podcasts, but all the narrators are super monotone and they're in their speech and just all around boring to listen to. Dan Carlin's great, though. Check I, him out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and recommend The Dollop. It's basically this show, but for real history with professional comedians. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I honestly drew a lot of inspiration on like the way I treat this show from that show. Like Early on in this show, I was listening to that a lot. Same. Yeah. The Dollop's good, yeah. Uh, so please keep it up. I look forward to it every Wednesday now when you guys release in, uh, when you guys release the next episode on Spotify. Uh, I've already left a five star review on iTunes. Thank you so much, uh, and you. told a lot of my friends about you guys uh, and plan on supporting you guys in any way I can. Aside from actually giving you guys any money, because I'm a cheap son of a bitch. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> uh, we don't we That's don't fine. do it for money, Pudge Boy. The reviews the are. Are, yeah well that's it the reviews are vastly more important so um and so much easier so that's the thing that we appreciate but anyway thank you so much uh he contacted us through contact at loreboys.com uh, you can also use loreboyspodcast at gmail.com it's the same or email. send a message to me peter o'donhue uh in the messaging system at loreboyspodcast on instagram that's mm-hmm. where you find me hanging out normally with pants on mm-hmm. yeah send us some follows yeah, send us some likes yeah, if you like SCP, let me know some of the ones you like, because there's just so many of them. I'm having a hard time getting to the good ones, so let me know, and I'd love to cover them. Uh, and there was a big discussion on it today uh, in the Lore Boys Discord. If you want to join, uh, there's a, a longstanding invite on the uh, website, loreboys.com slash about. You'll, you should find the link to the Discord there, and you can come in yeah. and, and suggest us all kinds of stuff. It doesn't have to be SCP. You can tell me to do uh, more Warhammer 40k lore. Please tell me to do more Warhammer 40k lore. I'll get back <laughs> so there someday. We play games together sometimes. I've played some uh, Risk of Rain, some Minecraft. So if you just want to be involved, best way to do it, get in that Discord. Exactly. Um, so thanks so much for listening to the show, everybody. Uh, it has been yeah. our pleasure. Uh, we have been working on our own kind of top secret supernatural phenomenon over here. Uh, it's been a long time running. We've had to use some hydrochloric acid that we had uh, a lizard bathing in. Uh, and we're, we're trying to... So you've all heard of uh, Diet Fago. We're trying to produce... Fago Zero to to take on Coke Zero. Finally, finally the big boys. <laughs> uh, Damn, dude. So we're doing this for the folks at Fago uh, pro bono, but we need your guys' help. Okay, if you guys have any like uh, appliances that let you conjure up any amount of any kind of liquid, uh, we need you to send those to us like right away. 
Uh, I promise I won't use it to extract Jamie's blood because Jamie's already given a lot of his blood to the Fago Zero project. Uh, SCP-FG-0. They just keep putting Fago back in my veins instead, dude. I'm, I'm barely I'm barely around anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's painting his face a lot, and he's riding around a lot of golf carts, I will say. Sleeps uh, 19 hours a day. Yeah. But let me tell you, whenever you get hit in the dome with that Fago Zero, you'll know. You will know. You will know it's Fago Zero, yeah. There will be a distinct difference between it and Fago Light. Or Pepsi yeah. Light, or whatever you want to say. Those real things that we say sometimes here on the Lore Boys. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I think this constitutes a Lore Boys. Lore Boys. Out. Uh, out. Finally done with the spook. My name's Ethan. Let's uh, do a sound check. Uh, my name's James, and my apartment's the boner capital of Montreal. Uh, my name is Peter, and I didn't realize that uh, Jamie's place was the boner capital, because I was on my way to Ethan's after this, but I suppose I'll head over old to Jimbo's for Peter. some for the boner election. Are you, are you on your way here? Are you on your way here? Because I was... I mean, I, I, just took my, I just took my shoes off. I'm about to make a holy pilgrimage to the boner capital. To Bonerland? Um, to, to Bonerland. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.